Dr. Jackie, and welcome to today's pep talk, Validation and Inquiry. In other podcasts, I have talked about the importance of validation and inquiry when it comes to communication. In fact, back in March of 2019, episode two, that's entitled Listen, I chatted about that quite a bit. Nonetheless, I feel that this is an extremely important topic and actually have been hearing about it more in my office recently and felt that it was important to revisit this. And I really think that this is one I could probably talk about periodically multiple times a year just as a good reminder because I really do believe that when it comes to communication, validation and inquiry are probably two of the most important communication techniques. And I'm specifically saying techniques. I'm not talking about just basic principles with regards to communication such as telling the truth and not lying, being respectful, not swearing at people. (laughs) Those things are also, of course, extremely important when it comes to communication that's going to be healthy communication. Nonetheless, when when I'm talking about techniques specifically, validation and inquiry, in my opinion, are probably two of the most important elements to communication that is going to nurture relationships. And you know me, I want to start off with some definitions. So let's look at what validation is. Validation is the recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. Again, recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. It doesn't say anything about needing to agree. It doesn't say anything about it needing to be fact. It simply says that it's the recognition or the affirmation of an individual or that individual's feelings, opinions. So keep that in mind. We have a tendency, it seems to me, we have a tendency with to to validate someone, we think that we have to agree with them. We do not have to agree with somebody simply to validate them. So please, please, please make sure that you understand that part. It's such an important important part of validation. And then inquiry or to inquire is an act of asking for information. That's simple enough, right? Just inquire, ask about something. All right. Let me give you some examples of the do's and don'ts of validation and inquiry, or probably I'm going to give you examples of how people did not validate or inquire and some ways to do it. So these are just um, some made up examples. So we have a couple of friends that are having lunch together and it's Cher and Mary and Cher's husband died a couple of years ago. And Cher is sharing with her friend, Mary, that she recently cleared out the closet of all of Sunny's clothes. And she says to her friend, Mary, you know, hey, a couple weekends ago, I was finally able to go through the closet and pull out all of Sunny's clothes and was able to get them donated. And wow, it was really 
such a challenging experience. I didn't realize how many memories were wrapped up in Sonny's clothes, just things that I bought him or places that we went. Uh, it really, it was more emotional than I thought it would be. Nonetheless, I know it was something that I'm glad I have done now and really felt like after a couple of years that I was ready. I just felt that I was in a place to, to get that task done. And Mary responds, and a little background on Mary. Mary's son recently moved out, and he turned 21 and moved out of the house into his own apartment. And Mary responds to Cher's comments about cleaning out the closet with, oh, wow, really? It took you two years? Oh, my gosh. When Billy, Mary's son, moved out, I immediately turned his room into my study. I have actually a little area that's my workout room. And then I have my desk and chair. And um, yeah, I was when he moved out, I thought, okay, we're, we're gonna move on and move forward. And I know, I'm going to miss him being gone. And I think this would be a great way for me to redirect my thoughts and get focused on another project. So I'm going to jump right in and make his room into something that I can use going forward. Now, how do you think Cher felt after she had shared her experience and what was going on with her? Do you think that Cher felt heard? Do you think that she felt understood? Not at all. And what happened in that situation. Mary immediately goes into giving an example from her own life about something Cher was talking about, while also completely invalidating Cher by telling Cher, wow, really? You had that reaction? I had a completely different reaction than that. It is so important that we validate the person's feelings. Again, we don't have to agree. Mary did, Mary could have thought, gosh, after your husband died, you needed to immediately get rid of all the clothes, get that out of the house. It's going to be easier for you to grieve without him. However, for Cher's perspective, that isn't what she needed to do. So again, it goes back to that right or wrong. It's not about somebody being right and somebody being wrong. We can have different perspectives. It's simply about being with, with Cher in that experience. So what would have been a healthier response after Cher had shared what she her experience was with cleaning out the closet? Mary's response might have been, oh, wow, Cher, I bet that was really hard. Yeah, I can just imagine. Wow, thinking about the emotional attachment to clothes, I get it, as silly as it might sound, of course there's going to be memories attached to clothes. I can think of maybe even some concert t-shirts that you guys, some concerts you guys had gone to, and probably some t-shirts that would have a lot of, you know, a lot of memories attached to it and a lot of meaning. I can I completely understand that. How are you feeling now? Are you feeling better about it now? Does it does it feel as though maybe you have a little closure there? Do you think that was maybe a part of the grieving process? So in, in that example that I just gave, Mary is validating Cher. She is with Cher. She is in it with Cher. Cher is going to walk away from that experience feeling very validated and very understood. Now, that doesn't mean that Mary couldn't then go on to share her experience with, you know, how she needed to refocus her thoughts and have something to, you know, redirect her energy towards when her son moved out. 
because that was emotional for her. That's loss and grief as well. It's a grieving process. It's a transition. The son has moved out and on with his life and creating his own world. And that's going to be a transition for Mary as well. And it's appropriate for Mary to share then her perspective on what happened. However, vital that she is with share in that experience first. And then also not saying it in a way that implies that Mary is so much different than Cher or that Cher is so much different than Mary. Simply being able then, after they've talked for a little while and been in the conversation with Cher, Mary could then go on and actually, instead of making it sound as though they're different, she she could have said that, you know, oh, wow, you know, I'm, I, I know after Billy left... It, I knew I was going to be really sad, and it was important for me to have something to redirect my thoughts to. So for me, I know it was something I did right away, um, but I get for you needing a couple of years to do that, that you needed some time. Do you see the difference? I hope you can see the difference in really being with somebody in, in their experience and while you also have the opportunity to share your own experience. All right. Let's talk about another one that might be a little lighter. You discover that a friend of yours went to a concert that you went to and you didn't know that they were going to be there. So this is maybe a couple weeks afterwards and you and your friend are hanging out and you're talking and you say something about the concert and um, you learn that, that she went to it as well. And you go, oh my gosh, I had no idea that you went to that concert. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So what did you think of it? And your friend says, oh my gosh, I thought it was awful. I was so disappointed. The seats weren't great. No matter to me in in that, that stadium, to me, there just aren't good seats there. And the band, I was so bummed. They didn't play enough of their old stuff. Everything was just their current music. They didn't play enough of their old. I just was really, really disappointed in it. And then the friend responds, really? I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a great concert. We had awesome seats. I thought the weather was great. I loved the balance. I thought there was this great balance in playing their old music and playing their current stuff. Now, how do you think the first friend is going to feel about that? Are they going to feel heard? Are they going to feel understood? Again, it doesn't matter that you agree or not. It's okay to say, so let's give a different example. So let's say to the friend, oh, wow, that stinks. I mean, my gosh, concert tickets are so expensive. I hate that you didn't enjoy it. What were some of the songs that you wanted to hear that they didn't play? So it gives you an opportunity to ask her about it, to be with her in it, because part of the way that we help to build relationships is getting to know people. It's understanding them. And the best way to do that is ask questions. Don't assume. Ask questions. And the best way to connect and to pull someone in and to have an experience together is by asking questions. So if you ask that individual more about what their experience was like at that concert, then that can give you an opportunity to better understand. You may actually even agree with something you may not. And again, to validate and to inquire, you do not need to agree. Nonetheless, as you listen, you may find that there's some points that the individual makes that you actually agree with. And again, doesn't mean that you can't then then share your experience later after you've been in that conversation with your friend for a little while. It Again, I cannot stress enough the importance that when we are 
working on connecting with people, when we are working on building relationships, whether this is with a family member, whether it's with friends, even with colleagues, it will, yeah, even with colleagues, even in business situations, asking questions is a great way to better understand somebody's perspective, even in the workplace, right? If you're, if they've shared an idea in a meeting and maybe you don't agree with the idea, if you start asking questions to get a better understanding from it, you may end up agreeing or not, but you've asked questions. So at least the person's going to feel heard and feel understood. So I just wanted to make that little note on the business side that this isn't just about personal relationships, but even in the professional setting, validation, people can feel heard by simply asking them questions and and wanting to get more information about something that they're sharing. Um, You know, if if somebody, um, you know, again, throws out an idea at a meeting, it asking them more questions about it is another way that we provide some validation in being able to to better understand the perspective that they're coming from. So again, I just I, I could repeat myself over and over and over, and I could give you tons of examples of this, but I like to keep these these pep talks short, uh, little snippets of information to, to help. And I just really want you to walk away from this thinking about, in my communication, am I validating people and I'm let am I letting them know that I understand where they come from again you don't need to agree simply understand are you are you understanding where they're coming from and letting them know that and then are you asking some questions to let them know you're interested in the conversation okay I I need to give one more I know sometimes with parents a a, a child particularly adolescents can say something um, and, and the parent immediately tells them that they're wrong. Um, you know, that we, they went to um, dinner together and the child says, you know, yeah, that waitress was really rude. She did this, this, and this. And the parent says, that's not what happened. That's not how it went at all. It, it's the child's perspective. It, it's not a right and a wrong. The parent's perspective can be diff- different from the child. It doesn't mean that the child is wrong. Being able to say to the child, oh, oh, that's, that's how you heard that. Okay, and th- that felt rude to you. Yeah, okay, I get that. That makes sense to me. Again, you're not agreeing. You're saying that you understand where your child is coming from. And then if you wanted that ability to share your perspective, you know, I actually thought that she did a pretty good job at, you know, getting our orders because they were a little bit more complex because we had, you know, 10 people at the table. Um, So I was actually, you know, appreciated her and thought she was more patient. So you have the ability to share your perspective. Again, validate your child first in acknowledging where they're coming from and what they're saying versus telling them they're wrong and then giving your perspective of what it is. Because again, it's a perspective. I've talked about this in other podcasts, so I'm not going to go there (laughs) on this one. Um, But again, it's a perspective. It's not necessarily a right and a wrong. Okay, so I'm encouraging you to really take a moment, step back and think, am I validating people when I'm communicating with them? Am I asking questions? Am I getting more information? Am I ensuring that they know that I care and that they are important to me and that I want to have a healthy relationship with them. So I encourage you 
to really assess your communication skills of validation and inquiry, and then really work on implementing them. Do some practice with this, because I think you will find a significant shift in your relationships in a positive way if you are regularly validating people and then asking them questions to get a better understanding from where they're coming from. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I encourage you to do one thing today purposefully to attain true health for life.